We hope you enjoy this podcast. With 100 books and counting, under his belt, Matthew Robert Payne is a true master of the written word. His works are a treasure trove of knowledge and inspiration, available at all major bookstores and online platforms. So, don't miss out on the opportunity to expand your mind and be entertained. Pick up a book by Matthew today. Hi, this is Matthew Robert Payne. Uh, this is a, a, a message called 24 Ways of Hearing God's Voice. I'm not sure how long the video will be. But um, I intend on having fun with it. Um, uh, so I have a friend who uh, I was talking to, um, Dundee, and uh, he uh, responds to a lot of my videos. And he was saying, God is always speaking to you, even if you don't know that God is speaking to you. He, he, he is. And... Uh, as we'll cover, he he speaks uh, through many ways. Uh, many people think that uh, God isn't speaking to them unless they hear the still small voice or audible voice of God. They they assume that God uh, can't or isn't speaking to them. And when as we uh, go through these twenty four ways of hearing God's voice, uh, I hope that uh, it sparks like something in your mind to say, oh, yeah, yeah, he's spoken to me like that. I remember that. Um, so uh, we'll just go through them uh, one by one. Uh, I hope to uh, explain uh, the method, uh, then give an example out of my life, out of someone's life. Um, the, the major way uh, that um, cessationalists and people... Uh, in the Baptist uh, church uh, who don't believe in signs and wonders and don't believe in the spiritual gifts, the way that they would say that God speaks today, uh, that argue that God speaks today, the, the way that they agree is uh, through the Bible. And that's the first way that uh, God can speak. I, I, um, there's a verse in the Bible uh, uh, that says, and you are my messengers and uh, take uh, my holy word to the nations. Uh, there's another uh, scripture passage in the Bible that says, uh, you know, the Lord has called you and I'll hold your hand. I'll give you as a covenant to the people. Um, um, in Isaiah 42, verse 6 to 8. Um, so there's certain uh, Bible verses who who have stood out and spoken individually to me. Uh, Isaiah 42, 6 to 8 is, is actually a prophecy over the Son of God, a, a prophecy over Jesus. It's one of the prophecies Jesus fulfilled, but um, there's many um, prophetic promises in the Bible that I've taken personally. One that... Uh, many um, people take personally is Jeremiah 29 11 for I have thoughts for you thoughts of peace not to harm you but uh, thoughts of good and for you to prosper uh, Jeremiah 29 11 people read that and they take it personally and uh, they personalize it um, there's uh, a popular thing that uh, people do 
is they just flick through the scriptures and open the scriptures to a certain part and look at a verse and it's a message for them. And uh, the, the, the Bible is the eternal word of God and uh, it's uh, living and sharp, uh, the Bible itself says, and able to pierce and, and, and separate between the bone and the marrow. Uh, so it's active and strong and sharp and it's able to communicate. Uh, it communicated to a foreign people, it communicated to a Old Testament people, it, it communicated to New Testament people, it communicated to people, the, the prophets and the writings of the Bible communicated to people over a span of um, 1600 years or something. So it's able to communicate now and uh, many people uh, you know, have wonderful Bible verses and the Bible speaks literally today uh, to people on behalf of God. And uh, many people who don't believe uh, that God can speak today knows that God can speak through the Bible. And uh, so um, it's uh, these, um, these ways that uh, God speaks uh, aren't in any necessarily necessary order um, they're not uh, in the most popular order. Um, if I did that, I, I, I'd resort uh, the ways that God can speak uh, in this list, but I haven't done that. So, uh, so we're not going to go from the most important to the least important. But if I was going to say one of the most important ways, I'd say through the Bible. Uh, so uh, the Bible has spoken to me. Uh, many times, um, um, and uh, I use the Bible as a resource to stand on. Uh, you know, uh, so many times I stand on the promises of God. All things work together for good for those who are called um, by God and called according to His purposes. That's, that's a verse of I've stood on that verse twenty thousand times for myself. That no matter what happens to me. Uh, things are going to work out for good for God and for me and for God's glory. And so uh, it's important that uh, it's important uh, for a Christian to uh, be well versed or have a good understanding of the word of God because the word of God certainly speaks today. It can certainly help you and certainly propel you. Number two, a friend or family member can speak to you. Um, you know, um, I uh, sometimes uh, we we may have uh, a difficulty uh, making change, uh, and a friend or family member can come alongside and uh, and speak to us. Um, I've got a couple of friends uh, that uh, hold dear. Uh, Mary Gibson and Lisa Townley uh, are two friends overseas and they've both suggested to me that uh, I no longer look for a wife, that I just um, go on with my business, go on uh, ministering as I do and just let the wife arrive. They've seen me uh, uh, come into trouble uh, assuming cert certain women were going to be my wife and they've seen the heartache and the trouble and the trauma that I've been and both of them um, when I, you know without uh, tackling the issue head on 
but have come just from the side. I've um, said, you know, it probably would be better if uh, you just uh, allowed your wife to arrive uh, rather than seeking her out and trying to uh, identify her within the women that you know. And um, sometimes uh, having uh, a friend or a family member is effective and God can speak to you uh, the direction that he wants you to go in. Uh, and uh, it, it comes across as uh, counsel from a friend, but it's really God speaking. It's God, uh, you know, giving you a direction. I, my mum my has passed away and, um, and, uh, in August, but um, I'm supernatural and I can hear my uh, mother speak and uh and uh, she um she said uh the same thing just relax and uh don't even uh, consider uh having a wife um just uh put that on on the back burner and uh, just continue on uh doing a couple of um, videos a week and and just uh enter into rest and uh don't concentrate on uh picking a wife and don't concentrate on uh, becoming popular. So that's something uh, my mother told me uh, and, uh, and uh, it, it aligns with what my friends uh, have been saying. Uh, my friends are very happy, Lisa Townley is very happy that I've entered this stage of rest, uh, this stage where I'm not striving and a stage where I'm just concentrating on doing a couple of videos. Uh, per week and uh, not stressing and not striving, not trying to prove myself. And uh, so uh, through a friend, uh, Lisa Townley, I was, I was able to uh, concentrate on uh, not so much uh, getting a wife and, and not so much uh, striving and trying to be popular and trying to prove myself to be something rather than I'm not. And uh, she was able to uh, give me uh, confirmation and, and give me um, reassurance that uh, just resting and doing a couple of videos a month and not necessarily looking to be popular, not trying to be popular, not trying to uh, be a popular prophet, but just relaxing and uh, obeying God and following his leading each day would be my portion. And uh, and uh, so, so God spoke through her and used her and uh, not only used her with what she said, but used her for confirmation of what I'd heard uh, from my mother and uh, what I was feeling internally and intuitively. A third uh, way God can speak to you is through a book. Uh, there's, uh, there's uh, many books, uh, uh, in fact, when I uh, interview angels, uh, people's guardian angels, uh, which people may find strange, um, when I interview guardian angels, they're constantly saying that uh, they adjust the algorithms in Amazon uh, to show people books that they need to read. And uh, you'll find that people um, get confronted and make major decisions and life changes based on what a book says. And, uh, I, I can testify that uh, many people have spoken to me and said that their whole life has changed, their whole outlook and uh, the way that they live their life has changed 
because of uh, because of the books that I've read. Lisa Townley herself, and my friend, said that her her, her life has gone through a remarkable change uh, since she read my book. Um, my books uh, preach Christ. Uh, the message of my books is. Uh, uh, if if you love Jesus, obey Jesus, and uh, and 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 control your life and organize your life so you obey Jesus. Jesus said um, five times in John fourteen and fifteen, "If you love me, obey my commandments." And um, when it's written in a book, when it's emphasized in a book, even the Bible, uh, when Jesus is saying, "If you love me, obey my commands," that message comes through and when you emphasize that in a book and you share that in a book that uh, Jesus said it uh, five times and the Apostle John said it another four times uh, it was said nine times if you love Jesus obey his commandments even though it's written in my book and notified in my book and highlighted in my book it's like God speaking to a person and when uh, some people who read that uh, in my books uh, that it's like God saying, uh, you need to obey Jesus, man. You need to obey Jesus. And uh, and uh, I've got uh, plenty of testimony uh, from uh, people who read my books that uh, their lives have gone to another level. Uh, they're just on another level since uh, they've uh, been reading my books. And you know yourself that um, uh, books have spoken to you. You, you know that God... Uh, has used books uh, in the in the past to speak to you, comfort you, to give you direction, to give you peace, to give you happiness, to give you solace, to give you um, direction, to give you um, a way to uh, live your life. Um, yeah, so God can speak uh, very clearly through uh, books, like He wants to speak clearly through us as a vessel uh, for our friends and people that we interact with. God always wants to use us as as his mouthpiece, as his encouragement, as his uh, force of love uh, in the world. And, uh, and, uh, and, and books, uh, being an author and writing books is, is like a really powerful uh, a way of interacting with people and uh, so God can uh, speak through books number four um, uh, he can speak through nature I know personally uh, I've only got to get around water and uh, God is uh, I, I just get tremendous peace and I feel the presence of God and uh, God speaks through his presence uh, uh, when when uh, you uh, can when I can be around water and a whole a lot of his presence drops and I'm really peaceful um, you know uh, there's uh, that song turn your eyes upon Jesus look full in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace um, when I'm around nature around a waterfall around um, bushland around uh, water um, I, I have an affinity uh, with God and uh, and nature that's why um, I feel that they try and keep uh, a certain percentage of parks 
in a city because they know that nature uh, is godly. They know that nature brings out, uh, you know, uh, people's um, people's emotions, and and nature speaks. I know uh, there's a song uh, that says um, uh, that there's a song that says, "Come to the waters, come and stand by my side." I know you are thirsty, you won't be denied. Uh, I heard every teardrop when in darkness you cried and I strove to remind you it's for those tears I died. And uh, because of that song, uh, so often I go down to Sydney Harbour and I spend time with Jesus. And uh, so so nature really has an effect, but the water is uh, so spiritual for me. And uh, I grew up um, in Coffs Harbour in a country town with a beach and I used to surf and it's so spiritual out uh, in uh, a surf and uh, it's so spiritual being close to God and catching waves and uh, and so 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 many people um, so many people uh, make life decisions out in nature so many people um, uh, become still become comforted uh, have the peace of God overwhelm them uh, in nature, and it's a it's a remarkable way of hearing from God. Have have you um, been uh, stressed in your mind? Have you have you been uh, agitated and 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 uh, under stress and uh, gone to a waterfall or gone to a beach and just had the stress fall off you? Um, because of the peace of God and the presence of God falling on you. Um, that's a, it's what nature can do. And, and the peace of God speaks. The peace of God comforts you. And uh, it wouldn't be beyond God to uh, bring you around the beach, uh, have the peace of God, the presence of God drop on you, and then uh, you decide uh, to break up with that girlfriend who's giving you all the stress or to break up. Um, break that business deal that you're going ahead with that was causing you all the stress or to make a major life decision at the beach as the stress uh, drops off you. So that's an example of that. Number five, he speaks through our enemies. Um, uh, <clears throat> I'm a person who, uh, if you don't know, I've written 55 books that are on Amazon at the moment. Um, and I find that um, people write pretty scathing reviews on Amazon from time to time. But I've been told by one person, just don't read the bad reviews. You can tell what a bad review is by one star or two stars or three stars out of five. I don't really agree with the person, don't read your bad reviews. I read them and there's some common sense in them. Um, my friend Dundee was saying many times, our friends won't give us advice or uh, bring correction to us. Um, but sometimes uh, people who's jealous of you or people who uh, don't like you will be really blunt with uh, what they think of you. And um, sometimes God is speaking through your enemies. Um, I had uh, a person uh, 
uh, that uh, I considered a friend uh, give me a rebuke um, and uh, she mustn't have given many rebukes before because uh, she didn't speak to me after that but um, uh, but uh, enemies can give you a rebuke and uh, chastise you and say you're really proud or you're really full of yourself or you think you know everything or whatever they say you you know I wouldn't uh, listen to a guy that's obese like you uh, you can't even control your eating how, how, how do you think you control people's lives whatever they may say and um, many times uh, their 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 speech what they say to you holds weight uh, has got um, some uh, worth to it and so God uh, can uh, speak uh, through a person's enemies um, God actually used in the Old Testament. God actually used the enemies of of the uh, people of Israel to to judge them and bring them into judgment and attack them. So God is not beyond using our enemies to speak to us, and we've just got to be aware that um, you know that uh, even our harshest insults can be helpful guides uh, to us. And uh, if you're not aware that if, if, if you're not open uh, to your enemy speaking to you, if you think uh, all your enemy has to say is uh, bad things, um, you're missing out on half of the communication from God because uh, the enemy, uh, he doesn't uh, have to impress you. He doesn't have to keep you as a friend. Uh, he'll just come by you and blurt out a whole lot of things he doesn't like about you. And you find that uh, if you went back to the Lisa Townleys and the Mary Gibsons and said, is this true? Uh, your friends would be able to, uh, now that you brought it up, be able to confirm that with you and say, yeah, you do. Around the subject of revelation, around the subject of end times, you really come across really prideful, like you know it all and no one else is right. And uh, I agree with that. And uh, you'll find that um, that uh, your friends will agree with the accusations of your enemies. If, if you bring the accusations of your enemies um, to uh, alongside your friends and tell your friends, they'll round them out and say, well, that part is true and that part is true, but that's not right. Um, and uh, we uh, can be short-sighted when it comes to ourselves, we can uh, have blind spots like you have blind spots in the car. Uh, we can have blind spots about ourselves and sometimes we can't see uh, faults in ourselves from self-examination. And uh, sometimes God will use a friend uh, to say that um, you're, you're totally delusional, man. You're, you're crazy if, if you think that's true. And uh, and often your friends uh, can be like yes men. They can be uh, they love you as a friend so much they don't want to lose you, and so they don't want to say something that will really offend you or really hurt you. Of course, if you're delusional and you're speaking garbage, uh, you'd like to know, and uh, uh, it's not always um, the best way. Uh, the easiest way, it's not, a, uh, not always the most 
comfortable way, but your enemies can really set you straight and God can use your enemies uh, to speak to you. Number six, uh, God can speak through numbers. So uh, many times I'm doing something uh, really important and, uh, and uh, 222 comes up as a time on my, uh, on my clock, on, on my computer or 444 or 555 or 333. And uh, it's, it's like I'm in this zone. I, I get in uh, this creative zone that really flows or I'm doing something prophetically, speaking over someone's life. And it's really important. It's really powerful. And I look across to the time to see how much longer I've got because um, some sessions are 30 minutes, some sessions are 10 minutes. And I'm looking to see how many minutes have passed, six minutes, seven minutes, we've got three minutes to go. When I look up, it's 333. And I've just said something really powerful. And there's there's a sign in there. Um, one time I did a prophecy uh, for a girl and, um, and I said it's 444. And... Uh, and 444 had been showing up for her for years. And the fact that uh, I mentioned it was 444 in the prophecy was just God's way of saying to her, uh, this is right on, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm really speaking here. And, uh, and, you know, I'll confirm it with the prophet saying it's 444 in his time uh, for you to understand. So, um, uh, you may have a number that comes up all a lot. I have, Repeat numbers one 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 two 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 three 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 four 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 five 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 come up. Six 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 doesn't come up because it's not on the clock. Uh, and and so um, God can speak to you and uh, uh, and clarify something with a number. And I, I use that example. Four 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 was important to that girl. And uh, when I mention when I I. I uh, I don't often mention the time when I'm prophesying, but uh, uh, when I mentioned the time, it meant that God was really speaking to her. It was a sign that God was really speaking to her. Number seven, God can speak through music. Uh, he can speak over a sound system in a music store. Um, I used to be able to uh, go about, uh, well, I can still do it now, but i probably not as aware as I used to, but I used to uh, go about time uh, in the city doing things. And whenever I walked into a store, the sound system would be playing a song uh, that uh, I meant to hear, a message for me. And uh, there's a song uh, by an Australian band called, uh, that uh, the lyric said, and we've got two strong hearts, we beat together like the honey and the bee. We've got two strong hearts, we beat together, uh, and we flow like a river all the way to the sea. Um, and uh, it was by John Farnham, and uh, and many times uh, Jesus would be singing that song uh, to me in a shop um, through their sound system, but there's. There's many favourite songs, uh, love songs that uh, you may know uh, that uh, from time to time you will sense that Jesus is singing the love song to you. Have you ever uh, 
have you ever heard a love song from from uh, God's perspective, from the perspective of Jesus? Have you ever listened to a love song and pretended it was Jesus singing the love song to you? Um, music can really minister to you if you're open to that. Um, uh, one of the examples of music uh, playing to me, God speaking, one time I was with a homeless person in um, in the city and uh, I, uh, I, I left him and said, I'm going to the toilet. I was in McDonald's. I said, I'm going to the toilet. On the way down to the toilet, I asked God, I asked Jesus, how long do I have to be with this guy? And over the sound system in the store, it sang this uh, lyric, it ain't over till it's over. And uh, so I knew, and uh, I went in to the toilet, uh, washed my hands and washed my face and put water on my face to keep myself awake. I went up and sat opposite the homeless man and his first words were, it's amazing, isn't it? And I said, what? He said, when you ask Jesus a question and he answers your question with a song over the sound system in the store. And uh, he had my attention then. And what I realized, and uh, my story is in uh, His Redeeming Love, my uh, autobiography, what I realized was I, I was sitting with Jesus in the flesh and, uh, and we had an interaction for about half an hour in that store. Uh, so uh, God can speak through music and give you directions through music and help you make decisions through music and music can be very instructive and it can be God's voice speaking to you, making decisions. Number eight, uh, God can speak to you through your dreams. I, uh, I'm a good friend of um, Praying Medic. Praying Medic uh, is, a, is an author, uh, a Christian author who, who's got a lot of wonderful books. He's, uh, um, he's got a book uh, called How to Hear from God Made Simple. And uh, he gets a tremendous amount of dreams and uh, he's, he's got uh, the gift of being able to interpret dreams and many times dreams need uh, prophetic interpretation. And, uh, and uh, so he's a good dreamer and uh, he, he gets a lot of information in dreams. But dreams can uh, speak to you and have a message. Uh, many times the dreams are coded and you may need someone who's got a gift of interpreting dreams uh, to help you. Uh, uh, about uh, three weeks ago, I had a dream of uh, this guy uh, in uh, like a childcare centre and uh, he was 16 and he had something wrong with him. And uh, when I met him, I prophesied over him. I gave him a message from God. And then he said, if you don't mind, I've got a message for you. And he said, uh, stop preaching Jesus you don't have to preach Jesus you don't have to share Jesus just Matthew just be Jesus just be Jesus everywhere and uh, that was a powerful message and that's a theme that's been playing in my life for a year so uh, that guy uh, in my dream was real and he really existed and really believe he was an angel because uh, uh, I woke up after the dream and I was sitting on my bed uh, thinking of going to the toilet and he continued speaking to me. So I believe that uh, the guy in the dream was, was an angel speaking to me. So dreams can um, give you a message of God, can uh, give you direction from God. 
and give you clear um, prophetic uh, direction. And, uh, and so uh, they can uh, bring warnings. Uh, a dream can bring a warning to, to you and uh, help you uh, turn things around. Uh, a dream can um, uh, give you uh, a clear uh, warning uh, to uh, stop something or cease and desist in some area or break up with uh, someone. Uh, God's not so much into uh, break up of, of marriage, but uh, certainly uh, of girlfriends and people you're dating. Uh, he can uh, he can speak and uh, give you direction. He can give you uh, direction to break up and break off with toxic uh, people and controlling uh, people people who are not good for you. He can have you leave workplaces. He can uh, speak all sorts of ways in dreams. And uh, I'm uh, not very good at interpreting dreams, so I don't tend to have a lot of dreams that are prophetic. But uh, for people who do, they're very important. And uh, there's certainly uh, books and manuals and websites that you can join and, and people that can provide dream interpretation services uh, if you're a Christian. And I'd, uh, I'd encourage you to avail yourself of that, even if you're paying for someone's interpretation. If there's an important dream that you feel has got a message, I'd uh, encourage you to um, go forth and uh, have your dream interpreted. Number nine, repeated circumstances. Um, so uh, uh, I haven't got an explanation for this one. This comes from my friend Dundee's, but uh, if, if you see yourself going round the block, facing the same circumstances again and again and again, uh, uh, people continue, you continue to lose friends. You continue uh, to have um, your opportunities fall out. You continue to lose jobs. You continue uh, to have the same bad things happen to you. Um, that's a message of God to change something. Uh, and uh, God is allowing the circumstances to come around and be the same all the time for you to make a change and make a life decision and make a course correction so those circumstances don't come around all the time. And, uh, and uh, I, um, I hope that uh, you know that uh, God can speak like that. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, I can't think of a situation um, where, uh, where that uh, applies to my life. I'm sure there, there are many. Uh, but uh, when he spoke that one, um, I, I couldn't, um, I couldn't think of one. Uh, number ten is uh, you can have visions and trances. Um, uh, God can speak to you. So I've uh, in the past, uh, this would be like seeing an angel or seeing a visitation of Jesus or seeing a saint from heaven, which is uh, biblically supported because Elijah and uh, Enoch come and visited uh, Jesus at the Mount of Transfiguration and uh, there were saints that visited the disciples when Jesus ascended. It said men in white linen. So there's biblical precedent uh, for, for saints to visit people. And uh, so I've had uh, many visitations 
from saints and uh, they've helped me with decisions like I was saying earlier on uh, friend of family in the friend of family one uh, my mother visited me and shared uh, recently in the last six weeks that my life is going to have uh, three stages the stage where I did the 55 books uh, a stage of relaxation and rest and then uh, stage three is uh, when I'll be known more popularly in in the world and in uh, I'm in stage two now where a, a stage of rest and healing and uh, that all come through a vision of my mother and uh, a communication from my mother who's passed on and uh, it's good advice and I've, I've shared that with friends and people that I know and it's resonated with all my friends that that truly came from my mother that was good advice I think personally uh, as a person who's uh, who's striven and tried to impress people all my life I think it's um, very uh, effective to uh, rest and be happy and be at peace and not be trying to impress anyone and not be trying to do anything but just relaxing and um, doing things as the Lord Jesus directs me as the Holy Spirit directs me each day um, just relaxing and being at peace is a powerful thing and uh, that came through a vision and a trance I've had uh, other visions I've had uh, visions of Jesus that really affected me I had one time I was walking, I was seeing Jesus every second day and uh, I was walking out of my apartment one day and I saw Jesus walking beside me. I saw his, uh, his cloak uh, blowing in the wind and uh, I said, uh, I'm seeing you every second day uh, now, Jesus. And he said, I'm with you every day. And uh, I said, where's the scripture for that? And he said, and lo, I'm with you to the end of the age. And uh, I'm with you, uh, lo, I'm with you always to the end of the age. And uh, I said, that's true. And, and I said, why don't I see you every day? He said, I'm with you all the time, but I'm just manifesting myself every second day. So it's important out of that example to know that Jesus is with you and he's with you. And just because you don't see him doesn't uh, mean that um, he's not with you. So when a saint is talking to me, an angel is talking to me, um, that's God. They're bringing forth God's message and God's direction uh, to me. So when my mother is saying that, it's, it's a mouthpiece for God saying, this is how you need to conduct your life and this is what you need to be doing at this moment, Matthew. Number 11, uh, through an audible voice, um, some people uh, report to have heard God in a physically uh, audible voice that your ears, ears can hear. Um, I was uh, in um, a place uh, about six months ago, which wasn't, um, I was quite psychotic, but um, outside my house, uh, I felt like a choir was down beneath my building and I was singing a Jefferson Starship song and we can build this thing together standing strong forever nothing's gonna stop us now and uh, they were singing that song and it was an audible 
choir singing it was very loud and um, that's the only time I've heard an audible voice. Uh, sadly, uh, I was part of a delusion at the time. I'm not saying that that was a delusion, but I certainly heard it. Um, but uh, many people report uh, from uh, hearing an audible voice. Uh, uh, many people uh, would report that they've heard a voice say, stop, turn around. Um, or be nice to this person. Uh, I've heard of someone uh, uh, in a checkout uh, uh, and they heard the audible voice, be nice to the cashier, and they took uh, attention and uh, was nice to cashier and she broke down in tears uh, with what they had to say. Uh, it was just an audible voice, just an extra uh, oomph of, of God, just an extra way that uh, he very clearly communicates uh, that can't be missed and many people uh, hear an audible voice and they turn around to try and work out who's speaking and there's no one there and uh, so it uh, can come as quite a mystery but uh, you certainly remember it and uh, so uh, so God can speak to you in an audible voice and uh, uh, it's certainly enjoyable, it's sort of encouraging uh, that I heard uh, that choir outside my house and I believe it was an angelic choir singing that song and one of my favourite songs and uh, so I was very happy with it. Number 12, uh, uh, and uh, so we're halfway, uh, a still small voice and that's... Um, uh, uh, I'm going to include a book um, on how to hear from God uh, as a bonus book at, at the end of uh, this uh, Kindle copy of the book. Uh, when this is a Kindle book, I'm going to um, uh, include one of my books, How to Hear from God. Um, but um, that's, uh, that's how I hear God and that's how I hear uh, Jesus and the Holy Spirit most of the time in this still small voice and the best way I can explain it is um, it's like a thought that comes to your mind like um, uh, it's uh, it's um, 40 minutes since you started this Matthew so it's going to be an hour and 10 or longer that's what the Holy Spirit said to me so just relax and uh, keep on making your point by point don't rush anything and don't try and have it done uh, longer. Don't try and make this any longer. Just relax and keep going at the same pace. That's that's the, what the Holy Spirit just said to me. It's like a thought and, uh, and you'll find that uh, in your life you've had a lot of thoughts and uh, you call them intuition, intu intuitive thoughts, um, and it's been the Holy Spirit speaking. You, you should ring your mother. You should, uh, you should ring into work and say that uh, you're going to be an hour late. Stop rushing around trying to find your keys. Just ring your work and say um, that uh, you've misplaced your keys and you're going to be late. Um, if you don't ring your work, you could lose your job because your boss could be upset that you're an hour late without warning. But if you ring your work, then uh, then you, um, you'll save your job and your boss will be happy. Like people lose keys all the time. Uh, well, not all the time, but it's a valid thing. 
And uh, so um, you can ring your work and say, I'm looking for my keys. I'm going to look for half an hour more. Otherwise, I'm going to catch a taxi. So I'll be an hour late. Um, and uh, I'll be up to an hour late. And uh, that's a still small voice that told you to do that. Um, what people don't know, and even Baptists who cessationalists who don't believe God speaks, God's speaking all the time like that. You've just got to tune in. Like um, a radio receiver has to be tuned in to a specific frequency to hear the radio broadcast. The broadcasts are always there. All you need is a radio receiver to tune in. You, you might know that there's music playing through the air all the time, but if you get a radio and turn it on and tune it in, there's radio stations playing through the air all the time. And God is speaking all the time, just like that. Uh, it's just that uh, most people aren't tuned in. Um, number 13, uh, another way, a major way God can speak is peace on a subject. Uh, you can ask God for his peace in this relationship or uh, you can ask God for his peace that this is the church that you should go to. If you remain agitated and anxious and you don't receive the peace of God, that's his way of speaking. That's like putting out a fleece. Since my mother said, I've got stage one, stage two and stage three, it's brought on this peace. I'm really comforted by this peace. Uh, Dundee has, has a sister who, who has um, had a dream and uh, was talked to by God of all these complicated things that are wrong with my life. And uh, uh, in this uh, season, I'm going to uh, get a professional healer that praying medic probably knows and, uh, and get some healing and get some things fixed up. Um, I have peace on that subject because God is uh, directing me towards that. Many people, people that don't believe God speaks can, can be directed by peace. My mother, while she was living, believed God could speak, believed God could prophesy. She'd seen me uh, go down the street and prophesy over strangers. She'd seen the effect of that. So she definitely believed in prophecy and she even prophesied a couple of times herself. But she only really heard from God about five times in her life that she recalls. But many, many times, hundreds of times, she used this uh, way of hearing from God uh, using the peace of God. And uh, that's uh, a way that you can be directed, that you can pray for a thing and ask God uh, to give you peace on your decision. And if you don't get peace, uh, you don't make the decision. Of course, um, there could be failures to that, but uh, it's a really uh, trusted way of uh, hearing from God. Um, number four, 14, um, uh, uh, there's healing signs and wonders. Uh, uh, healing can speak. Healing's got a message. Uh, if uh, uh, I was uh, sharing uh, at a church one time saying that um, I've had good success praying for people with uh, headaches and migraines uh, and, and them leaving, and I've got a, a little bit of a gift of healing when it comes to headaches. And 
I just shared that in my sermon, and at the end of um, the end of the sermon, uh, one of the young girls in the church came up and said, "I've got a migraine now. Can you pray for me?" Well, I prayed for her, and the migraine left, and uh, she came forth in faith, and God spoke to her that, "Hey, I'm real. I'm as real as this guy says I am, because your migraine's gone." Um, my friend uh, Dundee shared that uh, he heard a story of a guy who had a cocaine habit and uh, his, his mother was beside herself and uh, she took him to a Benny Hinn conference um, and he was up the back and there was a woman that was a paraplegic that had legs as small as this and she couldn't move her arms or legs and um, before the conference started she reached across to him and said let's pray for healing in this conference. And uh, he agreed and he prayed for her. And uh, in the conference, her legs grew and she was healed and she got up and she could dance. And uh, the, ha the cocaine habit uh, guy threw out his cocaine and uh, uh, left his drug addiction, gave his life to Jesus. So healing, healing, the gift of healing can speak to people and God can speak to people and uh, bring a message uh, to people. And, uh, change people's lives and uh, there's uh, a guy that uh, you can look up on the internet called Todd White and uh, he uh, goes through communities and uh, lives his life uh, and uh, and gives people prophecies and heals people uh, wherever he goes and uh, he's um, he's got a, a school called Lifestyle Christianity and uh, he teaches that we should be encouraging people and blessing people and healing people everywhere we go. And uh, he's got a college that he teaches that, uh, that we should live a lifestyle of doing that. And uh, certainly uh, when people are healed, uh, when, when signs and wonders are done, uh, God certainly speaks to people. And uh, I know I had a friend uh, who uh, had a sore back and he, came from my church after four years of me not going to a place that he used to attend an outreach where we used to preach in the streets. And four years of me not turning up, he came to my church and asked me to pray for him. And I put my arm around him and I said, you know, if I had the faith to heal your sore back, I'd do it. Uh, you know that. And he said, yeah. And then later on, half an hour later, the Holy Spirit said, pray for his back. And I prayed for his back and he was healed. And his back was never hurting again. He said that the painkillers didn't hurt, didn't help the pain in his back, that he was on massive painkillers and they, they didn't affect how much pain he was in. And one prayer from me and he was healed. And uh, certainly that didn't, um, that didn't uh, save him because he's always a Christian, but he certainly impressed upon him that God really loved him. And uh, he was told in a voice to come up and visit me. Matthew's got the answer. And uh, that was good for me because it was one of the times I've healed. And uh, it's very encouraging. Um, so God can speak to you through a healing, uh, not necessarily through your healing, but maybe through someone else's healing. Number 15, God can speak to you in worship. Not only uh, can he speak to you in a worship song, 
and the worship song minister to you as though God is speaking to you. But the presence and power of God can come on you and you can be feel loved and feel peaceful and feel joy and, and God be speaking to you saying that you're, you're loved, that you're precious, that you're important to me. And, uh, and uh, worship can certainly uh, bring on the presence and, and the love of God and uh, the experience of God. And, uh, and uh, many people uh, go to church each week uh, to feel that presence, to feel uh, the presence of God. Um, I'm fortunate. Uh, uh, I, don't know, uh, I don't know how it happened. But the presence of God is always with me, and uh, and the presence of God increases on me from time to time, and uh, it goes into what I call a glory realm, uh, that uh, I walk in the manifested glory of God. But um, so I always feel the presence of God. But uh, but uh, people who uh, worship Jesus, the act of putting your hands up and singing can bring uh, the presence of God on a person, even a Baptist, someone who uh, believes in cessationalism, even someone from a mother's background can sing and not even put their hands in the air and feel the presence of God come on them. So God can speak in many of these ways to, to a Baptist person who doesn't believe God speaks today. God can speak all these ways to them if they just open their ears and open the receptors and know that God is speaking. So God can certainly speak through worship. He can speak through a worship leader. A worship leader can uh, bring a message from God. It can bring direction about a song, have a special comment, and it can be God speaking. And, uh, and certainly worship songs, uh, the actual lyrics of the songs can be God speaking to you. And uh, I encourage uh, uh, when I'm um, at home, when I'm on the internet uh, and when I'm editing and uh, doing certain things on Facebook and uh, whenever I'm not recording a video, I'm playing worship music. My, my house is full of worship and, uh, and uh, it just keeps me uh, centered. It keeps me in the presence of God. It keeps me in a state of uh, uh, active uh, worship and presence of, of God in my life. And so even though the presence of God is always with me, um, I've always got worship on taking me into like a glory room. Number 16, another way God can speak to you is through a sermon, uh, through a sermon on a video on YouTube, through a sermon in a church, uh, through a sermon in a stadium. Uh, so all different sorts of sermons, uh, a teaching on YouTube, um, uh, uh, a sermon in a church or a sermon in a stadium uh, with, with a big event. Um, God can speak through the pastor. And many pastors uh, spend hours uh, researching their sermon and listening to the Holy Spirit uh, to get a sermon. Uh, even a Baptist pastor can get a sermon off God. And, uh, and so God can speak very clearly through sermons. And many people, they, they, they would have worship, the Bible and sermons happening to them 
every week if they go to church on Sunday. So um, God can certainly speak through the Bible, through worship and sermons. But as as we've shared here, as as you've seen here, there's many ways uh, to actually hear from God, and uh, I'm hoping that uh, that this message that if you see it on video or you see it in a book. I'm hoping that this message really touches you and you can hear God speaking to you. Hey, I'm speaking to you. <laughs> and uh, I hope that uh, you know that that was really God and he was, he was really speaking to you. Um, number 17, uh, God can speak to you through open and closed doors. Um, I know myself personally that uh, I just can't open doors. I just, uh, like, open doors uh, for ministry is getting an invitation uh, to minister, an invitation to preach. Uh, I've just never been good at opening opportunities to preach, and so I just wait uh, on God. But God can open doors of opportunity and close doors of opportunity, and he can speak to you that way. Uh, you can uh, have uh, a gift of preaching and you can be going uh, from town to town preaching. God may want you to rest. He may tell you in a dream. He may tell you through another person, a friend. He may tell you through the word of God. He may tell you through a worship song. And finally, he just shuts all your doors and you just don't get any invitations. You didn't take the message, so he just shuts all the doors. And you just no, no matter what happens, you're not getting invitations. He wanted you to have a rest and spend time with him and do something different. And God can do that. And God can certainly speak by closing all the doors. Uh, so it uh, says in, um, in Revelation that I, I, I love you, you have a little strength, um, you know, what doors I can open, no man can shut, and doors are shut, no man can open. Um, there's a scripture about Jesus and uh, shutting and opening doors, and uh, you can have doors shut uh, in your life. At one stage, I was getting a little airplay and a, a little thing, and then it stopped, and I just realized that I'm not a person to chase down opportunities. And uh, I'm quite happy to preach to my YouTube audience and I'm quite happy to write books. And at the moment, I'm in this rest stage of rest. I'm in this stage two. And uh, so I'm not uh, going out of my way. But many people, you know, even, even you Baptists, uh, cessationalists who don't believe God speaks, you know he speaks through open and closed doors. Uh, many people might go for a job opportunity and say, if it's your will, Lord, open the door. And uh, and they find when they're interviewed that they get the job and they know that the job came from God and God supplied the job. And, uh, and uh, so uh, many people understand that God speaks through uh, open doors. Uh, number 18, um, God speaks through prophetic words and I've got a website where I do prophetic words for Christians and uh, I've done uh, Christians and non-Christians where I've approached non-Christians on the street and given prophetic words. I've probably done 25 to 30,000 prophetic words 
and uh, I've, I've got a real gift for it, uh, giving prophetic words uh, to people, uh, personal prophetic words. I uh, haven't got so much of a gift for giving uh, corporate prophetic words for the body of Christ, although I've done it and been accurate, uh, I just haven't got a lot of experience in it. God can speak to you through a prophetic word. And uh, that's essentially what is meant to be happening um, when the prophet speaks a personal prophecy to you. It's meant to be God speaking to you, not just the person. And it's a really powerful ministry um, and uh, it's much in demand. There's, there's so many people, nearly every person, even uh, a lot of the cessationalists wouldn't mind a prophetic word um, a lot of them would be judgmental, but if the, if uh, if it's done right, I've given a lot of cessationalists a prophetic word and stunned them, Anglicans and Baptists and different sort of people, and I've given them a prophetic word and they've received it because I didn't make a big song and dance about it. I just shared something with them and they're able to understand that that truly did come from God. So um, I uh, I may sound like I'm bashing you guys, and uh, making a big deal of you, but I came from a Baptist background, and so I've got a lot of love for you, and a lot of uh, friends of the family uh, come from Baptist backgrounds, and I still love all of you. And you'll have to admit, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, even if you don't press thumbs down, if you're listening to this, there's, there's plenty of ways to hear from God, and uh, you've been hearing from God uh, most of your life, and you know you have, and. Uh, and you can't just shut down uh, all these methods of communication just because you believe God speaks through the Bible and doesn't speak today. So prophetic words are, are, are useful and amazing and they can really change. Uh, I had um, someone write me a prophetic word about six weeks ago um, who said they tapped into Jesus and listened to Jesus and Jesus uh, said uh, the three uh, sentences to me, uh, Matthew, thank you for loving me. Thank you. Thank you. And um, it's one of the most precious prophetic words I've ever had in my life. Uh, just uh, for Jesus to be thanking me that I love him. And uh, I love Jesus with no agenda. I don't want anything from Jesus. I, I don't demand anything for Jesus. I, I haven't got, uh, you know, this relationship with Jesus for what I can get out of it. And, uh, with him uh, saying, Matthew, thank you for loving me. It was just so precious because uh, Jesus needs some love and uh, it's good to know that I touch him. Number 19, uh, Jesus, uh, God can speak through emotions. So uh, you, ha have you ever watched a ballet and uh, felt, had your eyes filled with tears? Have you ever heard an opera singer, have you ever heard a singer and your eyes fill with tears? That's like a God moment. God's speaking uh, through art, uh, through art form uh, to you. Um, God can direct you through your emotions. God can speak to you uh, through your emotions. Um, when uh, I know I'm using this example uh, a lot, but uh, it pays uh, to use it. When my mother uh, said, uh, you got to stage one, stage two and stage three, that just made me happy. 
the happiness, the peace, the comfort, the feeling of um, peace, the, the, the feeling that I can just relax and not strive, those emotions showed me it was the right word of God. And uh, I was able to check with my friends and um, share what my mother said. And uh, because I've been deceived before, so I wanted to check uh, that it was right. And um, they, they were able to share that that sounds uh, really good and that sounds like exactly what you need to do. One of my friends said that's what she's been praying for. And uh, so God can use your emotions just like he can use the peace sign, the sign of peace. He can use the, the emotion of peace. He can use the emotion of joy and, and, and comfort and peace and love uh, to you. He can use... Uh, fear. He can use uh, uh, you being frightened of something. He can use your discernment uh, through your emotions. And uh, so God uh, is going to uh, speak to you uh, through uh, your emotions and use your emotions to have you make decisions and have you uh, make directions. Uh, number 20, angels. Uh, Angels can speak to you. And uh, I uh, use the example of when I met that 16-year-old in my dream and he said, uh, don't preach Jesus, don't try and share Jesus, just be Jesus. Uh, I've got this inclination uh, and uh, the Baptist traditional guys will agree with this, that you feel that you've got to share someone's a sinner and uh, if they don't make their life uh, a decision for Jesus that they're going to go to hell. But that doesn't take into account what the Holy Spirit can tell a person and what an angel can tell a person. If uh, you're going about life and uh, being a beautiful person to people, an angel can tell that person that's what a Christian must be like. He, 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 he said, God bless you. He must be a Christian. Uh, if you ever become a Christian, you want to be like him. And you can meet that person a second time have this uh, wonderful encounter, have a blessing, have them laughing, and an angel can say to them again, you should consider going to that church that your friend invited you to. You want to become a Christian. Now, cessationalists, and many people don't know, angels can talk like that. And angels just talk as a thought in a person's head. They said, I'm a, he seems like a nice person. I bet he's a Christian. I wonder if I should go to my friend's church that he's been asked me to. That's just a thought comes in the person's head, but it's their guardian angel speaking to them. And the Holy Spirit can do the same thing to people. And so when the angel, the 16-year-old angel, was telling me, just be Jesus, don't preach, he was saying, don't mention Jesus, just be Jesus. Just go and be Jesus to people. And I know to cessationalists and many people uh, determined on evangelism, they wouldn't think that's evangelism. Well, I bet, I bet if you met Jesus, you'd change your mind. That Jesus wasn't telling everyone uh, to repent and, and to follow him. He was just demonstrating the kingdom. Uh, wherever he went. And so angels can speak to you and angels can speak to people and people don't even know that the angel is speaking to them. Most uh, most times angels are spoken to you, 99% of the times angels are spoken to you, you're not even aware, they're just thoughts in your mind. Uh, 
And uh, if you want to know how angels speak and how they operate, I've got a, a playlist on my YouTube channel uh, where I do messages for people from their angels. And you can just listen to what the angel says through me uh, to to their charges. You, you can understand the world of angels and, uh, and understand how they operate and what they do. Uh, but you can have a visitation from an angel. I've had visitations from angels before. I met Gabriel and uh, he uh, took me through five uh, of Jesus' parables and explained them how some Christians are going to end up in hell. I've had visitations of people's angels and um, given them a prophetic word and the angel has dictated the prophetic word to me. I've met uh, the um, cupbearer of Jesus, uh, his personal valet angels. There's two of them. I've met them. I've met Michael the archangel. I've met... Uh, many angels, and um, I've got two books on uh, called My Radical Encounters with Angels, and you can check out those books on my encounters. I've met Satan. I've, I've met familiar spirits who've deceived me. Uh, I've had all sorts of encounters, and Jesus and, and the Father can bring uh, his direction and his messages and his will into your life through the counsel of angels. Number 21, you can meet God face to face. Um, I remember um, I was training a prophet to, to see visions and I was in uh, our, um, our, our park called Hyde Park in the city. You've got a Hyde Park in New York. And I was in Hyde Park and God came down to earth and sat on a throne on earth in this building and Mary Magdalene and Jesus were sitting there too. And this prophet went up to God, which was a ball of light. He went up to God and spoke to God face to face like Moses. And uh, I was sitting back and uh, I uh, didn't hear the conversation, but I said hello to God and Jesus. And uh, so you can have a face to face encounter. And uh, Moses wasn't the only prophet that met God face to face. And uh, you must uh, wonder, you know, well, you can't meet God face to face on earth. Well, yes, you can. And Moses did it in the old covenant. So the new covenant is a better covenant. So you should be able to do it. And so you can have a face to face encounter with God and God can uh, change your life. I, I remember I had an encounter with God in heaven and I was sitting on his throne and he opened up heaven and he showed me the galaxies and uh, he uh, said, I, I can take any one of those stars and drop it onto Earth, and that would be the end of Earth. And I said, yeah. And he said, don't you think if I control all of that, that I can control your life? And I said, yes, sir. And uh, I didn't say sir, but I said yes. And uh, he said, well, give me control of your life. And, uh, and uh, that face-to-face uh, -face encounter was one of the biggest encounters of my life that was the most profound and uh, it really radically changed my life and I radically follow Jesus now I radically uh, listen and get my directions of the Holy Spirit and I radically follow God uh, because of that face-to-face -face encounter but um, I'd imagine my friend that had the face-to-face -face encounter on earth with God it radically changed his life too number 22 
a way God can speak to you is uh, through movies. Um, um, so there's plenty of movies that come out that God speaks to you, that there's a message in there, that you make a decision, you process certain emotions, uh, that the movie lets you process some of the pain that you're going through, some of the life hassles that you're going through. The story in the movie provokes you to cry, provokes you to make decisions, provokes you to do things. And uh, I remember um, I used to see a movie every week or every two weeks, and uh, Jesus stopped me seeing movies. He said, I can't see movies anymore. If I want to process my pain, I'm to come to him, but I'm not to go to movies. And I grew in my relationship with him because instead of going to movies and picking a movie where I cry and process my pain, I went to Jesus and uh, talked it out with Jesus. And eventually after a year, I was walking down the city street and I saw a movie playing Cinderella Man, a Russell Crowe boxing movie. And uh, Jesus said, you can go and see that film today. And I said, really? And I said, when is it on? He said, go and check when it's on. You notice he didn't tell me when it was on. He said, go and check when it's on and buy yourself a Coke and uh, go and watch it. And uh, I, uh, I went over and it was starting in 40 minutes from then. So I went to McDonald's, had a, um, a, big, a couple of Big Macs and uh, some fries and bought a supersized Coke, which is that big and... They were two fifty at the time, and I took that to the movie theater because their cokes were eight dollars or whatever. So um, two fifty was cheaper. I went and seen Cinderella Man, and it made me cry about five times in the movie. It was a wonderful. And then Jesus said, "I can go back to movies and start watching movies again." So I know uh, very clearly that Jesus and the Father speaks through, uh, you know, Holy Spirit uh, speaks. Uh, to me through movies and uh, you may know it yourself and really love movies because you make a lot of life decisions and you process a lot of pain in movies so uh, God can speak and give you a clear message in a movie as a line in a movie or one of the characters can say something that really impacts you so God can speak through movies number 23 uh, Jesus uh, the Holy Spirit can uh, speak through TV shows. And uh, many people look at my life and they say, well, you know, he's really spiritual. He's really religious. You know, he really, he's, he's really full on with Jesus. He's always talking about obeying Jesus' command. They may look at my life as boring, saying he's just too spiritual. He's just into Jesus too much. And he'd be very boring. You couldn't talk to him. But I've got my favourite TV shows and I watch TV shows and I, I uh, binge on TV. I, I watch uh, four hours worth of TV, uh, five shows in a row. And uh, so I can binge on TV, but in the state of rest, in, in the time where I've got a state of rest, in this uh, season two of my life, I'm watching a lot of TV and I, I bring God into my TV watching. So the Holy Spirit comments and does commentary all the way through the TV show. And the TV show helps me process pain, 
helps me make decisions. It gives me ideas for further sermons. I'm, I'm thinking about what I'm doing with editing my books. So I'm making a lot of decisions and thinking a lot during the TV show. It's not just a TV show playing to me, me being entertained. God speaks to me and uh, he speaks to me through the scenes and through the characters, helps me process pain. So TV shows can talk to you. And number 24, uh, through your trade or the thing that you do for work. Um, so um, uh, my friend Dundee was sharing that uh, he, he was a fighter pilot uh, in the conflict called Desert Storm in Iraq. And he was saying that um, his uh, fighter squadron, his base, uh, they didn't lose one plane or one man. One man or one plane wasn't shot down uh, in, uh, in Desert Storm. No bullets hit a plane and injured a person. They didn't uh, have one loss of life of one pilot and they didn't lose one plane. And he said that that's a miracle. That was absolutely impossible to be in a fight with other aeroplanes and fight with on on ground missiles and stuff and not lose a plane. And uh, he was saying that uh, chaplains prayed over every pray, plane and prayed over every pilot that went out 24 hours a day. There was always chaplains praying for uh, the planes. And uh, that whole situation spoke to him that God is sovereign and, uh, uh, and, and they had... Um, clear airspace that had domination in the airspace and Dundee was saying that prayer uh, opens up the airspace over a region and so uh, if you want to evangelize a re region if you want to take a region for God all you need to do is cover the region in prayer and it opens up uh, a battlefield where you can have victory and uh, so um that was a way that God spoke to Dundee uh, about the power of prayer through his workplace. But I've uh, got a brother who's uh, a builder and uh, he, he says often um, Jesus will be telling him and instructing him how to build and, and how to um, solve a certain problem on the building site. Uh, because Jesus was a carpenter and he understands. But even uh, we'll see uh, in the Old Testament, um, they built the Ark of the Covenant and they built all these special things for the temple. Uh, Noah built uh, Noah's Ark. They all built by divine instruction. God is a God uh, who knows everything. He knows angles. He knows woodwork. He knows all different craftsmanship. And he's able to instruct you through a word of wisdom on how to uh, do certain things. So God can speak to accountants about money. He can speak to lawyers about <clears throat> a way of doing law. <clears throat> he can talk to uh, child therapists on an idea to reach the child. Uh, he can talk to counsellors about uh, what to do with Matthew and what to say with Matthew right now when he's getting counselling. Um, so God can speak to you using your tradecraft, using what you do for work, uh, and he can use that uh, to speak to you and communicate to you a message, a, a broader message. He can have you do something through your tradecraft. 
he can have you do something through your workplace, but it's got a bigger message for you, one that um, can be applied to your Christian faith and one that uh, is really meaningful. Like Dundee knew that um, because his planes were getting prayed for, if, if you wanted to take a city or evangelise a city, you just need to bathe the city in prayer and the churches would need to come together and pray for the city and then the city could be evangelised. So I pray that uh, you've been encouraged uh, by this message. Uh, this message has blessed you. Uh, if, if you like the message, press thumbs up. And uh, if uh, you don't like the message, press thumbs down. And uh, if uh, you enjoyed my message, you enjoyed my teaching, and this is the first time you've seen a teaching of mine, uh, feel free to subscribe and press the little button and uh, you can do that. Uh, if you've read this in the book, I encourage you to uh, check out my other books. God bless. Welcome to the end of this informative podcast. We hope you found it enjoyable and enlightening. With 100 books and counting, under his belt, Matthew Robert Payne is a true master of the written word. His works are a treasure trove of knowledge and inspiration, available at all major bookstores and online platforms. So, don't miss out on the opportunity to expand your mind and be entertained. Pick up a book by Matthew today.